Hello, everybody. This is episode 11 of the Mental Health Truth Podcast. I am your host, Marcus, but you can call me Truth. So, the next three episodes are going to basically be like a little mini-series. So, this is going to be the first part. This one is racial and ethnic differences in mental health. The next two episodes, one will be about... Uh, gender differences and then the last one would be about the lgbt community so i wanted to so this these are all going to be relatively shorter since it is a three-part series i have about seven articles but we're not going to dive really deep into it then i'm going to give you my opinion on like the differences in mental health, the reasoning behind it, and why I believe it necessarily won't end. You know, usually there's like a solution to something, but usually like big world problems, there's not a guaranteed solution, especially when there's like two sides fighting for like a different reasoning. So usually those never end. One side wins. And then uh, the other side will fight to get their side back. And it just happens on and on and on again. So I wanted to start off with the Instagram question that I asked. So I asked, regarding mental health, who has it worse? And I couldn't put like every like minority category in there. So I just put minorities as one. So... It was, I put either whites or minorities, and majority of people said minorities, which I figured they would say. There was a couple whites, so it wasn't necessarily 100%. Now, in my opinion, I'm more uh, neutral, so I like to see both, like, sides, and I would say it's, I would say minorities have, like, have it worse but I feel like people don't take into account, like, the, like, white side of, like, mental health. They just think, like, they have it, like, all good, right? And I will, I might as well talk about it now than uh, what I plan to do it later. But I feel like especially like with, with what's going on right now as an example i feel like people don't necessarily understand how whites like yes they have like more resources or whatnot but life can still be difficult for them i just think like people like to use like the whole like privilege thing and i hate i hate using that word i never use it again i'm more like towards neutral but yeah i would go for the minority side but I don't like the privilege word because it's it's a variable that you can't control, right? You're born and you're born like a certain like race, a certain color, right? That's something you can't necessarily control. So like you basically born having this thing, right? And basically like let's say like you're a white person, right? You go through life, right? 
whenever like a minority has like an issue in the world you have to and i put quotes like you have to stand by their side and help them like there's like no choice like if you don't you're automatically seen as a bad person and you're like oh that person's just using their privilege they have the right to do that like they have the ability to do that i understand if you say that you use that phrase when like let's say like a white person like says something hurtful or harmful or does something that that's just completely rude and like not caring but just to say that just to say that is what i'm talking about like i don't think it's i don't necessarily think it's fair because it's something that's not in their control like let's say you're born and like let's see you're born and you basically go through life all you hear is uh you have privilege you have privilege so it basically makes the person feel like let's say you go through it everything that you worked for pretty much doesn't mean as much because you had life on quote unquote easy mode everything was easier for you you had more to start with and more to end with so whatever you work on necessarily doesn't mean that much oh because you're white you have all of this it's easier for you it's like everything you do doesn't mean anything because you have that quote unquote privilege it's easier so just imagine growing up believing that and that you have this privilege that you were born with and you have to help everybody out because of that privilege and if you don't you're a bad person even though it's not necessarily like you took this privilege it was just given to you when you were born i don't necessarily think that's fair and the fact that everyone gets mad at them if they decide not to do something or if they have an opinion that's opposite of what everyone else is thinking that's not fair and just think about how your mental health would be affected by that growing up that you have it easy and if you do struggle as a white person you think oh how how is this person struggling they have everything that they need it doesn't make sense their life is easier why are they struggling it's like people don't necessarily have sympathy for those kind of people because they're white they just have everything they're above everyone else so life is just easier that's just my take again i still would go towards the minority side but you also have to take into account like it's not necessarily just 100% easy for white people and like the privilege thing people use it for their own race as well especially black people oh if you're a light-skinned black person you have it easier than a darker-skinned black person again that's something not in your control but we still use that against other people like it's fair but that's all i have to say on that so we're going to get to the articles here so this this first one is basically like statistics. 
So it's broken down into like three main like chapters with like multiple categories. So it starts with just uh mental health. Um so it's mental health uh, services among adults. Then uh the next one goes to among adults with any mental illness. And then the last one is with serious mental illness. So let's start with let's see. So just uh mental health services in general. So for the most part it is white people or two or more races. I'm not gonna include two or more races in this because that's pretty much like everyone is kind of like a mix and I just want to look at the individual differences between races and not adding multiple races in the mix. So whites would be number one like mental health services while Asians are the lowest and then you have black and Hispanic and towards the middle And then um, if we look at age, it's mainly towards the middle middle age, so 35 to 49, that use uh, services throughout the board, even though Hispanics is the only difference, whereas um, they, if you're 50 or older, you use it more. And for Asians, it's completely changed. The younger you are, you use the services, but as you get older, you stop using it, or you use it less. But even then, the numbers across the board are less for Asian than any other uh, racial group. And if you look at the reasons people didn't use mental health services, so these are like the main differences. So there is five reasons. So there's uh, the cost of services, which most most people were white that said they didn't use it because of cost. That probably will surprise most of you that it was it was uh, whites that had the most, followed by a Hispanic, and blacks was actually the lowest. When, when regards of cost. Now, uh, low, low perceived need. So basically, you don't think that you need like mental health services. And I guess like this and like this could be a part of like cultural aspects as well. Like if you're a certain culture, you may believe like you don't believe in like using like mental health services. Just like in like certain cultures, you go to like the doctor less like you feel like you don't need it so in this category we have asians as the highest and it's by like a huge margin too it's like 32% and then the next one would be whites which is 28% so in this case it's a huge jump and Hispanics is the lowest. So Hispanics don't necessarily see, they see it more as a need, like they, they would need the services. 
So it would be blacks and Hispanics in this case as the two most. So then we get to prejudice and discrimination. Now, I want you to guess who do you think has the highest in this category of prejudice and discrimination based on uh, not using mental health services? What do you think is the highest in this group? And also, uh, what do you think is lowest? So we're just doing white, black, Asian, and Hispanic. So what do you think is the highest and what do you think is the lowest? So I hope you have your answers ready. So it turns out Hispanic is the highest in this category as um, prejudice and discrimination of not using mental health services. And to your surprise, I don't know if you picked this answer, but blacks have the lowest prejudice and discrimination for using mental health services. Now, if you look at structural barriers, uh, Asian has it by like 10% over everyone else. So again, like the culture plays a huge role. But um, for blacks and Hispanics, it's not far off from whites. It's like a 1% difference. So it's very close than what people may actually think. Because I feel like people would think like whites will have it far less than blacks and Hispanics or or minorities. As you could see, like who has it worse? People agreed that minorities have it worse. But this is more even. This is more even than people may find to be. And then the last one was did not think services would help. And again, Asians uh take this over by a huge margin and also whites too so Asians and whites don't think the services would be that helpful whereas blacks would be the lowest percentage so this is just uh mental health services use among adults now we're going with people that have mental uh illness so according to this so out of the four categories, whites have the highest uh, mental illness like among adults, whereas Asians have the lowest. And uh, whites use um, more mental health services than any other race, whereas, uh, again, Asian is the lowest. So it's following the same trend almost. So reasons for not using mental health services. Now this one doesn't include Asian, so it's just white, black, and Hispanic. So the cost, again, whites are the highest. So more white people are not using it because of cost, whereas the lowest percentage is blacks by a 10% by margin. Now low perceived need, 
Again, whites are the highest. And this time, Hispanic is the lowest. Now, when you get to prejudice and discrimination, Hispanics are the highest this time. Actually, they were the highest last time, and blacks were the lowest. But this time, whites are the lowest, but it's it's like, they're like very close. It's not even a percent difference. It's like 0.2% difference between uh, whites and uh, blacks. And the same for structural barriers. So Hispanics are the highest again, but whites and blacks are 0.2% off, with blacks being the lowest this time. And whites did not think services would be most helpful. Now the last one is serious mental illnesses. In this category, whites are more than blacks and Hispanics by a huge margin. Blacks and Hispanics are actually tied in this category. And uh, again, whites use more. Whites used more uh, mental health services than blacks and Hispanics, which I figured people would necessarily believe. And then let's see reasons for not using uh, mental health services. So again, whites are the highest in this one for serious mental illness. Blacks are the lowest by a 11% margin. And the low perceived need, again, whites are the highest and blacks are the lowest. Now, this time, prejudice and discrimination is much more different regarding serious mental illness compared to regular mental illness and no mental illness. So Hispanics, again, are the highest for prejudice, discrimination, and structural barriers by a huge margin, followed by blacks and then whites. So whites have the lowest. And for services that they did not think would help, again, whites are the highest in this category. So now we're on the next article. This is like graphs. This is based on suicide. So, the differences between um, the races based on suicide. So, if you look at the overall U.S. average, right, um, for across the board, uh, the suicide rates have been increasing. And the overall U.S. uh, percentage is around, I would say, 13 to 14 percent, right? That's about the average. If you look at blacks, so blacks have the lowest, but it's not far off at around six to seven percent. Hispanic and Asians are around seven percent, so they're not far off. But just look at that difference. So the average is like 13, 14 percent, while blacks, Hispanics and Asians are at seven percent. So how could the average be much higher than the than three out of four um, races? So now we look at white. 
Now, white is at 18% compared to the other races, which is 7%. So it looks like more white people are going along with suicide than blacks, Hispanics, and Asians. Now, if you look at uh, suicide, uh, thoughts of suicide, whites are the highest again, while well, Asians are the lowest. But if you look at actual attempts, blacks and Hispanics are the highest compared to whites. So more white people think about it, but more blacks and Hispanics actually attempt it. So that was that, um, that was that article. It was very short, very short. We still have about five more to go, but they're going to, they're going to breeze through pretty quickly. So there was, uh, there was a research article, uh, 2017 on, uh, racial and ethnic differences. So these were the, uh, let's see. So these were the the key findings. Uh, Regardless of race or ethnicity, the majority of California adults experiencing mental health challenges believe that individuals with a mental illness encounter high levels of prejudice and discrimination. Asian Americans reported higher levels of self-stigma with respect to feeling inferior to others who have not had a mental health problem and were less hopeful than whites than individ- that individuals with mental health problems could be contributing members to society. Latinos interviewed in English also experienced higher levels of self-stigma with respect to feeling embarrassed, ashamed, and not being understood because of a mental health problem, and were more likely to say that they would conceal a potential mental health problem from co-workers or classmates than whites. Although Latinos interviewed in Spanish reported lower levels of stigma in a number of respects compared with whites, they were least likely to have used mental health services of all the racial slash ethnic groups included in the study. So here was like the highlighted finding. Racial and ethnic minorities are significantly more likely than whites to delay or forego needed mental health care, and if they do seek treatment, they are more likely than whites to drop out. So they, there are a few graphs in this one. So people with mental illness experience high levels of prejudice and discrimination. So in this category... African-Americans were the least amount followed by whites, but it's by 15%. And every other group, it's by at least 20%. So it appears as black people experience the least amount of prejudice and discrimination regarding mental illness. While Latino um, Spanish speaking has the highest with 95%. And this could be due to like a language barrier or uh, communication issues. 
Now, people are generally caring and sympathetic to people with mental illness. Uh, Latino, Spanish speaking, has the highest in this one. Whereas Latino of English is the lowest. So. Then we have a person with mental illness can eventually recover. So more black people believe that a person with mental illness can eventually recover. But here's the interesting thing. So that was one question. The next question was, a person with mental illness can lead a normal life with treatment, but African-Americans were the lowest in this category. It's like everything was reversed. So in the first question, blacks were the highest, followed by Latino, English, and Asians. Those two were the lowest. And in the second question, Asian and Latino English was the highest. So Latinos interviewed in English versus Latinos interviewed in Spanish. That's what it means. So 99% of Asians believe that people can have a normal life with treatment. But if you look at people who have had a mental illness are never going to be able to contribute Asians and Latino Spanish are the highest. Latino Spanish is 40% compared to Asian, which was the second highest, and that was 12%. So you could see a huge difference regarding the groups. Now, if you look at uh, what hide mental health problem from coworkers slash classmates, Latino English had 87%, and the lowest was Latino Spanish speaking, with 30%. So a 57% difference. Whereas the other groups, so Asians, African, and whites, are pretty balanced. Now, if you look at what hide mental health problems from family and friends, you have Latino English, Asian American, and whites as the highest whereas African-American and Latino Spanish would be the least. Now, when you think of, like, like culture, right? Think of certain cultures as not willing to uh, share uh, information about, like, their mental health. You know, you may have, like, cultures that say, like, oh, you know, you're just supposed to deal with it, you know? You're not supposed to really, like, talk about it or, like, look for, like, help or whatnot. You know, when you look at this, like the cultures that you would um, believe to do this are the lowest um, percentage in these categories. Now, the next one is would go to professional help if they had a serious emotional problem. Now, like the last article, Asians are the lowest in this category. And Latino Spanish speaking would be the highest. It says 100% in this study. All of them would do it. Now, would put off seeking treatment for fear of letting others know about it. African Americans are the highest in this category by 11%. So 35% compared to Latino English and whites that are tied with 24%. 
so more black people would um, not get treatment because they feel like other people would know. So I'll say that that's it for this, that, that article. Now these other four, I have just one point to uh, mention and then that would be the end of it. So, so I looked at, I was looking at the suicide uh, rate since it was higher in uh, whites. It was far higher in the average. Now, this could be included in the uh, male versus uh, female, but I wanted to include it in this one since it does, it's more involved with whites than actually like the differences. So the article is titled, Why Are Middle-Aged White Men More Likely to Die by Suicide? In 2017, men died by suicide 3.54 times more often than women. So it said white males accounted for nearly 70% of suicide deaths deaths in 2017. So let's see. So, So life stressors such as intimate partner problems, legal issues, unemployment slash financial problems, and health concerns are among the most common precipitating circumstances for suicides in middle-aged men. People who live in rural areas are at higher risk of suicide than their urban counterparts. So I wanted to look at the differences between rural, urban, and like suburban areas, right? Because you mainly think of whites as like having more money and more resources, so they would be in like suburban areas. But when you look at it, um, let's see. So majority of the white population is in suburban and rural areas, but rural areas are still the highest. So more, um, more white people are there. And then there's a map based on the rural and uh, other towns. I believe so if you look at the map let's see so the different colors represent the race that lives in that part of the town and if you can see like majority of the map the u.s map is white it's just filled with white where and then there is certain parts of the world that has like um different races populated but majority of the places are white when you look at uh rural places not just um like the entire u.s this is just like rural places there's like some places sprinkled in with um many different minorities but the majority is white so And then, so, when you look at rural areas and the reasons why people would have a higher suicide rate, it says, this in part can be explained by greater access to firearms, drug and alcohol use, and a scarce of mental health uh, care providers and emergency medical services. 
Cultural factors are also a barrier to accessing care and getting support from family and friends. So they have more access to firearms. And when you think of rural areas, there's not many places to really go. There's not many people living in rural areas. It's like no traffic. Like everyone pretty much knows everyone. It's like a small town. So when you think like there's like no like mental health places there, people can't necessarily get help. And again, when you look at these areas, most of the areas are white. So it's not mainly uh, minorities. It's mainly whites in this category. And the last and final one. So this is just one uh, question. It was a high school survey saying, how many of you felt sad or hopeless almost every day for two weeks or more in a row so that they stopped doing some usual activities 12 months before the survey? So let's see. The highest was... The highest was Hispanics in high school. Highest was Hispanics, followed by Asians, and the least was blacks. So it went it went Hispanic, Asian, white, and black. That was the order that that went into. So after looking at through all of that, it's pretty much mixed. It's not necessarily one has it over the other. Now, obviously, when like big uh, major problems come along, it changes. You know, one may have it worse than the others. But overall, it was pretty even and pretty balanced. I do believe some areas it will be harder, let's say, for a minority and some places it may be harder for whites just because people don't necessarily believe that they don't have any troubles, that they have life way easier than everybody else. But that doesn't mean that those people can't have issues to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was my take on everything. And I also wanted to share some responses because I did ask people on my Instagram what they thought about this topic. So I wanted to share with you some of the responses. So, so I w- earlier I said um, about the who has it worse, whites or minorities, and most people said uh, minorities. So then I asked, what was the reason or what factors led them to believe that? And we have some answers. So let's see. So. Minorities already have things set against them since birth. Can add to the list of sadness. I can see that. Um, It definitely can add since. But some things, the things that I said about whites that people don't necessarily take into account can also be taken account since birth. You know. But I totally see the minority part um, having many things against them at birth. 
you know, the things that they learn, especially throughout school and just life in general. You know, like they don't really learn, get to learn about their culture. They they have to learn about what was taught in school. So I can see exactly what you're saying on that. And then um, let's see. Minorities aren't often able to receive the same resources to help treat their issues. That I can see as well. Minorities don't necessarily have all of the resources available and they don't necessarily have the they're not able to pay for it you know like because the cost is high even though like when you look at mental health workers they don't get paid as much but um they still have to make a living right so it's either the government makes the prices or you can go to a private practice where they're gonna charge a lot they don't necessarily want to. It's just they have to make enough money to live. So they charge higher because they don't necessarily get that many people coming in. There are some places that have like a sliding scale pay. So depending on how much you can pay, they will compensate for that. So it could be as low as $5 to like $30. And then what racial group do you think has the worst mental health? So we had both which I necessarily agree more. There's certain factors that people don't take into account. Um, there's factors that minorities don't take into account for whites and whites don't take into account for minorities. So as you could see with everything that I presented, it was more balanced, right? It wasn't necessarily one side was better than the other or one side had it more worse than the other. It was pretty balanced. But again, there are statistics so you could like see what's going on and you could see that it's worse, but it's important to take some of those things into account. And then black or Latinos simply because they get told that they're fine when confiding to a guardian. I can see that as well. You know, like everything's okay. You're going to be fine. Uh, nothing's wrong. You know, it's like a lie that's told over and over again. And, like, you kind of get tired of hearing it. So you just decide, you know what? I'm not even going to try anymore. You know, I'll just deal with it. And then the last thing was basically, what can we do to get, um, what can we do to improve mental health for minorities? Uh, get everyone to talk about it heavily. Uh, focused in curriculum, uh, social influencers, television, etc. So basically everywhere that we can get a voice um, to spread awareness and talk about it. And then more resources and better communication. So again, with like the, the lying, the constant lying, uh, some cer certain uh, minority groups here over and over again. It's like, I don't necessarily want to hear it again and again and again. So I totally get where they're coming from. So that's basically it for this episode. Um, Next episode will be about the uh, differences in men and women. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to message me or let me know. 
um, in the comments or um, and let me know just how you're doing. And that will be it for this episode. Thank you all for watching and listening. Um, Truth signing out. Goodbye, everybody.